0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Always Games TV show. The date is the 3rd of March 2016 and it is a gloriously wet, cold Thursday evening. I'm Roger Knowles, your host, and I am joined by the wonderful Carl Johns. Thank you. It's just the two of us, isn't it? It tonight. its yeah. It's just the two of us. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, Matt couldn't make it. No. Uh, Neither could Tom and neither could Luke. (laughs) But you weren't here on the last show. It was kind of our predictions and hopes and best games of 2015 for the last show. Quickly, run off. What was your favourite game of 2015?
1: Ooh, at the time of the show,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's, it would have been Fallout, but it's gotta be Witcher 3
0: now. Yes, that was my prediction. Good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was my thoughts. So I would like Luke went the same as well, if I remember correctly. Um so what's made you step away from Fallout and go towards Witcher then?
1: Um well I've just recently moved and I have no internet, so I'm on to <laughs> um <laughs> I'm onto old school gaming, you know. But Fallout, the disc in. you play
0: Fallout offline, okay?
1: Yeah, yeah, but no, I just, you know sort of thought, no, I, Fallout it was alright, but I was I was very much competing with Frog, I think, is the best way mm-hmm. to put it on yeah. number of settlements progression through the story, etc. We were you know, quite into it. And then me moving, I've just had that slight break from that and when it came to putting a disc in before, I didn't go back in. Really? No, it, it was The Witcher. I thought so it's,
0: it's, it's interesting to say from since the last show when it aired that you've actually switched then back yeah. to Witcher three. So what yeah. brought what brought you back to Witcher three then?
1: Um, I'll be honest. Unpacking Witcher one and two, hmm. as I was unpacking it, put it on putting it on the rack. It was like yeah, all oh, a nice, I, know, I remember order And yeah.
0: rearranging it. Let's say Carl's just moved and you've got your own place now, so you're like yeah. pushing off the old games and everything. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so just seeing them there then sort of brought so, you seen back. Seeing there, I thought. Oh,
1: I really like number one. Yeah, that, that that can go there on the shelf. And number two, that, that that's just gonna. go Number three, no, I'm putting
0: that in. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Good luck. No, that yeah. was my predictions. In all honesty, I just. I, the... I was very.
1: I was very torn when you did yeah. the last show. I was very torn. It was yeah. You know, as, as people know, I'm, I am a massive Witcher fan. You
0: are. You, are, you got me into the Witcher franchise, yeah. and I remember that we had a bit of a moment where you started playing on normal difficulty, and I kicked it up to hard when I started playing it, and you were like, I'm not having this, and let's knock you up to <laughs> no, hard. <laughs> <laughs> knock
1: you up, knock um, up to hard, yeah.
0: But no, there's something about Fallout which doesn't bore me in. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad game, like, in all means, like, no, me and Tom no, have no. done this discussion on numerous occasions. Yeah. And I think it literally comes down to the fact that I played the hell out of Fallout 3, and... I think that's probably the problem.
1: Yes, yeah, so, yeah. Fallout Three, I played a lot of. I played more New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Played a lot more New Vegas, but then got hit by one of the unbra- you your know, broken game bugs, bugs, yeah. and it was
0: just there were quite a few if I remember correctly. Yeah, I,
1: I just I got hit by one of those and never got past it. Mm. As it was when I was kind of sat there going, kind of, "Oh great, I what am I? What can I do now?" Mm. Like so that put a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth for that. Four came out, thought, brilliant, great, going for it. Mm-hmm. Really was going for it. And I think, if anything, I possibly just burnt out
0: a little. I think that's quite easily done. Yeah. And it's easily done with Witcher as well. Oh, um, it is, yeah. I think with the open but... world sort of style of things now is when they do open world, you've got to be careful it doesn't become repetitive. And yeah. because of that, I think you can get burnt out Yeah. quite quickly. And I didn't really get like all the new elements of Fallout didn't appeal to me because like the settlements and everything like that right. the builder, yeah i just couldn't get into it so basically the bits that i did enjoy of fallout were the same bits from fallout 3 yeah which then i was like well i'm playing exactly the same game again yeah. i'm not experiencing so it wasn't mean, the gameplay is much better it's looked much smoother the story is very interesting it's only unique it's very different to fallout 3 but it just i don't know just didn't maybe in about a year's time i'll suddenly go ooh. I've got that thirst for it again, and I'll probably yeah. come back to it. But I think with Witcher 3, I found that the open-worldness was different enough, that progressive questing system that they had, yeah, where it, you weren't it, always sure if you're on a main quest or not.
1: Oh, no, no. And some of them, you you just be randomly wandering around. I mean, I've, I've played an hour or so before I came here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Randomly wandering. Uh, I was aim- I was going to collect some schematics or something. you know. Wandered through a village... And oh, hell broke loose. And it was like, okay, what's going on here? It's easily and then, side quested. Yeah, and then there was sort of, you know, kill all these ghouls. And then, oh, there's a quest. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Oh, press that, I'm here. Yep. Then double check the level, see if it's somewhere where I should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's about the level I'm at. So I'll continue on with that. Finish that quest, end up miles away from the schematic I was originally going for. Mm-hmm. Then I had to go back. Well, I've got to avoid it. it, and
0: it is just the dynamic aspect of it. Yeah, it's. it's, it's but whereas very I feel dynamic. with other open world games, it's like, oh, it's just another quest. Yeah. Whereas that didn't. It felt like an actual a living a story. World. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a living story. You're kind of
0: like, well, what the hell's going on here? And you like, and it automatically pulls you in yeah. to that quest, and then you ah, forget yeah. that you're only on the side quest. Yeah. Because of the full cinematics. So. Yeah,
1: I, I definitely have that. I quick travelled somewhere, stepped about two steps from the signpost, and an earth earth elemental sprang up. <laughs> <laughs> that it, was when I was proper, yeah. oh sh- <laughs> I need a bigger soul. <laughs> moments.
0: I'll be right back. <laughs> but it's it is it you certainly got my game of the year um, just with the aspect. I didn't even got around to the DLC yet. Uh, unfortunately I, I comp- unfortunately, I completed the game. But then I went back to Game Plus mode. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, I deleted my previous saves. So it basically restarts everything again. Everything's much harder. You keep the gear that you had from before. Yeah. Uh, You lose all your schematics, if I remember correctly. How do you keep it? I can't remember. But um, you basically just start again. Everything's umped up. Yeah. The problem is the DLC starts either... Originally, the first aspect of the game was level 30. Yeah. Or if you do Game Plus, it starts at level 60. So I've now restarted the game, obviously on Game Plus, got the DLC and gone, oh, crap. I'm level 39 now. Right. And I'm still i under the 20 levels or so to go yet. Yeah. So I can actually play the new content. I'm like, bugger. But yeah. hopefully I'll get around to it at some point. But I'm a, compl- a bit of a completist when it comes to Witcher 3. I found my like, little niche. Like All the other games I weren't too fussed about, like Witcher 1 and 2 were really good. And since having the Steam controller, yeah. um, which is just, aha, the grabs. With the Steam controller, having it as it is, it makes it just like with the movement of the cameras and everything like that is so much more. Yeah, Witcher fluid. Two
1: definitely needed a controller.
0: It just feels so much nicer with the Steam controller, and I'm actually tempted to go back and play those. But yeah. where the story went with One and One and Two, I didn't feel like it pulled after about a third of the way in on both games. It lost me a little bit, right? And I never completed them. Yeah. Whereas Number Three, I've completed. And all I can say is, don't stop playing that game because oh, no. you keep going to the end. And even if you feel like it's sort of dragging a little bit, get back on the main quest. And because the story ending oh, is unbelievable, yeah, really, yeah. really good, really yeah, uh, worth playing.
1: Yeah, I, I completed number one. Well, nearly completed number one. I got to within one chapter of completing number one, mm-hmm. and my, my PC died. I remember you telling me, yeah, I, 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 I cried.
0: <laughs> Oh dude.
1: <laughs> I, I I cried. There is no yeah. This is
0: where we, we we think technology's moved on to cloud saves now.
1: And SSD drives. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you don't want a disc head crash when you're one chapter away from completely witcher. It it's not fun.
0: Have you ever been tempted to go back and have another go?
1: Tempted, yes. Just no <laughs>
0: haven't found the time. <laughs>
1: no, I, I know it's a hundred hours. Mm.
0: So, also. how are you finding that? It's really interesting because you, you've moved house. Yep. You, you're at your own place. You've got no internet. No. How are you finding that? Like, is it affected your gaming at all? Because to, where the internet now is totally and well and truly totally integrated within gaming,
1: I has it affected say, it much? If anything, it's focused it because I am just Witcher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no distraction of you, know, you or Frog or Tom being online. That's or, what I'm, or, you know, <laughs> I'm the, a hoot. The, yeah, but you know. If you want some serious yeah serious
0: gaming going on. There's no messages There's no through. messages
1: popping up, yeah. there's nobody interfering, there's no mm-hmm. nothing there. It's just you and the game.
0: Yeah. Purely zoned pure. within it.
1: Yeah, it's pure gaming.
0: Which actually is actually interesting, um I just thought then with the new PlayStation update, you can actually go officially offline now or be yeah. not seen, so you won't be disturbed. I don't have that update. <laughs> <laughs> you just plugged it. you, just I, 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 you I, don't I, have internet. <laughs> I've got it old school. <laughs> but no, it's just interesting because I say, like, I used to find that with PC gaming because yeah. there was, uh, with Steam and everything like that, you would find that people would be messaging you and you'd yeah. find it very distracting. Or you'd be like, oh, oh there's that driver to update, or there's this yeah. to update.
1: Yeah, that's it. I, there may be updates. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you up playing it who, vanilla who, who style. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, one of the ones that, I mean, for, me and Frog absolutely you know, crease up laughing about it now was you know, we were playing I was playing um The Last of Us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He messaged me. Part of the way through, you know, I was sneaking around, avoiding all the clickers. Mm-hmm. He messaged me. Well at the time i got the app on my phone as well.
0: Christ. <laughs> I, didn't <hit> the ceiling.
1: <laughs> I didn't hit the ceiling. I went straight through. <laughs> That was a serious clean underwear moment.
0: Yeah, I think. I think it was something very similar with me with Alien Isolation. Yeah, I do need to go back and finish playing that. But, but was, um, yeah. you are you on such tender hooks, and you're. Bring! <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those moments that. you... Yeah. Can, it, but the problem is with that as well is it pulls you from that moment. Yeah, it just breaks that immersion. Well, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. oh, right. This is the real world. Get you back into the zone yeah, a bit. playing. Back yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's a really good point actually. And yeah, it is. Yeah. I could just you. Know,
1: close the curtains. Light on. Mm-hmm. I don't. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. Anything can happen outside, mm-hmm. unless it makes a really loud noise. I'm not. I don't care. Yeah. It's just really focused mm-hmm. gaming.
0: I think that sometimes maybe I, should, especially with this new update as well, to show that you're just offline. Not you don't want to be antisocial. It's not that you don't want to talk to your friends. It's just you just really want to play a game yeah. and just not be disturbed. Yeah, it's that
1: you just 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 leave me alone a minute. I'm mm-hmm. I'm good for a minute.
0: I think that's the only problem with uh, gaming and having your phone next to you as well. Because yeah. I find now I have a habit of when I'm While playing a game. something's loading. Something's loading. Or even phone a cutscene at some times. I'll be like... And I'm on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like... I, 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 and it's just... And literally, it's out of pure bad habit yeah. that I'm looking. And it's not like I'm looking for anything particular. It's just, oh, it's a cutscene. Oh, yeah that's oh, good this isn't it yeah. yeah and the problem is with that i'm not gaining the full yeah. impact of what's happening yeah. i don't often do it but i have started doing it on a couple of games and it's yeah i maybe need to get out of the habit of doing that
1: yeah you see i'm again I'm, yeah phone signals
0: also crap where i am so <laughs> you're you in the proper stone building as well now
1: so. yeah, um, yeah yeah in the stone buildings surrounded by stone buildings <laughs> there, there is no signal getting through here whatsoever so
0: how long have you got until you get the internet set up i've not even looked <laughs> that it? so it's gonna be a few weeks yet then
1: yeah, yeah, yeah that's not bad like yeah. you said there, least... the, the, there's a pile of stuff that i have to do you know <laughs> bills to sort etc and then there's the internet over there it's like well, once i get down there so this I is the priorities pile
0: what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> internet first
1: <laughs> unfortunately not oh
0: but anywho yes congratulations on moving we need to have a moving in party soon.
1: Yes, yes. There will be there will be a game session happening. Good, good. That's what I
0: like to hear. Um, but no, for myself, uh, gaming, literally the... I haven't played a lot since the beginning of the year. Um, the first game that I finally cracked on with and played was uh, Firewatch, which was my anticipated game of uh, yeah. 2016, which was really weird that it was my anticipated game. Yeah. And... It was like only out in two Did weeks' we... time after the show, so it was like that was quite interesting. You want a game further down the road, no. but um, played it. It was, it was very good. Yeah, I, 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 I saw it. The, I
1: saw the trailer for it, and mm-hmm. the trailer looked, it looked real I'm not sure it was my thing, but it, it was definitely
0: the trailer. Certainly made it seem more mystery esque than
1: yeah. what it was.
0: A bit, you know, it there was a mystery behind it. Yeah, it was very good. Lots of walking, it was of exploration. It was, it, it
1: was very leading, was the trailer. The trailer yeah. was very much a kind of... You could almost... It felt more like an intro.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, basically, that bit is actually the first few days.
1: Right. Um, a, it, it felt like an intro to the game. It was and only... It, if, it was good. It was sort of, yeah, mm-hmm. I could. I could want to play this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just not... I just don't think it's quite my genre.
0: The problem is with it, which... What was there was fantastic. It's about yeah. three hours long. It's not a huge game, right. in the slightest. But the way it played out was it was over a summer period. Yeah. And you do day one. And it would actually say day one, day two, day three. And by the time you got to like day four, it then would jump to day nine.
1: Okay. Then it would
0: jump to day 32, day 45. And I'm now going, well... I, what have I done for the rest I, of it? Exactly. It was... It's a, it- in three days, i walked 100 yards? Exactly. Wow. It, 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 was, it was just like, obviously there was progression within mm-hmm. the characters and you were constantly only talking to one person over the radio. But what would have be been nice was just, and it was like when this this mystery started to happen, it was it was quite quickly, you know what I mean? It was right. Started to progress. and well, what, snow, Snowball down the mountain. Yeah, too. but it happened a bit too soon right. where it was starting to kick off. And yeah. really what I thought would have been better would have been Let's add some extra days in here. Do some stupid stuff like fishing, for example. Because on one of the days, you go fishing.
1: Yeah.
0: And by the time you get there, something happens. Now, what would have been nice was for you to play a little mini-game fishing. That it sounds really stupid to pay, but play a little mini-game fishing, right? Yeah. Just and go fishing. Jack. And you're talking to the woman on the radio, Yeah. which would then have helped build up new uh, more character development which there's yeah. a lot of character development there but i'd like to have heard a few new things about her and myself and even include you could and you could you make multiple choices of what you want to say to them you could throw anything in really yeah. and just tell stories and stuff because it was that sort of game yeah. where it was not just about the main story it was a very personal story right and i found it quite moving by the end of it because yeah at the end of it, your character's meant to be feeling a particular emotion and you are feeling that emotion at that moment in time. Right. And you're literally playing it and you're feeling exactly the same because you go, oh, oh, okay. And you feel it in yourself. And I was sat there and I was thinking, I feel exactly how he's feeling. Yeah. Like, Basically not giving anything away, but he's feeling a bit gutted by the end of it. Yeah. And that's how I felt. And it wasn't because, I don't know if it was gutted because it was over already, but I was like, I did actually feel a bit gutted for him. And then this music kicked in. The, the choice of song at the end was fantastic. I can't remember the name of it now, but I say that the music over the intro was over oh fantastic. What is it was absolutely amazing. It was it was just I just w- wanted just maybe another hour in there. Yeah. Just with a bit more character development. Which is random crap. Just throw it in. Like mm. yeah, okay, it might be classed as a bit of filler. People might find it boring, but for me, because it was that style of game, yeah, it would have just helped a little bit um so i've got that it was it was very good really enjoyed it played it completely it. i don't know I think i'll go back and play it again because again it was a very personal story I say,
1: it, yeah the, the personal stories or things like that it's, it was it's, I it's, probably, like, it's like last of us for me i'll never play that again because the choices i made were mine one day yeah
0: if you know what i mean I, like I, I might go back and play last of us again one day
1: yeah but i'm but, talking
0: three or four years yeah. down the line yeah, I'll play it again, and
1: then when you've completely forgotten everything
0: you did yeah. before, oh, like certain, you've you have got images of it in your mind, and then yeah. stuff like. That. But I will go back and play it again someday. But it was a very. It's like everybody keeps going on about Journey, which yeah. came out on PlayStation Three. That was a very emotional and very personal story. I never played Journey, and no, I can imagine this was sort of a little bit to me how I hear what people talk about Journey. No. I was like, yeah, this is quite personal for me. Um, and yeah I found it quite moving it was one of those games where I was like it just needed a bit more and I'm interested to see what else they do further down the road Uh, Campo Santo is the developer and it'd be interesting to see what else they do with it that style, just want to point out the voice acting in the game is absolutely top notch unbelievable, really really good some of the best voice acting I've heard in a video game since the Metal Gear Solid one (laughs) not because I'm biased (laughs) Um, slightly but, but it's just yeah, and it was very. That was probably the only game that I really properly played. I went back and played a little bit of Mass, um, Mad Max um, on PC mainly because I finally got around to watching the Mad Max Fury Road film. Right. Um, got around to watching that. Really enjoyed it. Very really typical Mad Max. A lot of people have said. They're well. It's just a chase movie, or it's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah that's 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 Mad Max. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> yeah. But um, finally watched got that. I think it was on Sky Movies or something. Watched that got me back into the Mad Max buzz again. I'm like, I'm gonna go back and play that game. So I've been playing that occasionally this last week. But other than that, I've not really done a lot of video gaming. Um, which is kind of weird. Kind of good to take a bit of a step back though on occasion. Yeah. yeah. A Bit of a thirst for everything. But I tell you what I have done today, I finally pre-ordered The Division, which comes out on Thursday, which you won't get to play because you've got no internet. There is there, no point in me getting, uh, me getting it. You can come around and play around here. You can play here. You'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I've got the uh, the Gold Edition, which includes Season Pass as well. So, going for the Season... All the bells and whistles. Yeah, I, I don't usually pre-order that often either. And no. not only have I pre-ordered, but I also got a Season Pass as well, which is I don't do hardly at all. No. So... Yeah, having I, mean, I enjoyed the. Oh, that's it. I did play the beta for it that a couple mm. of weeks ago. Uh, we did a video game, uh, a video game video on that, video on the video game on the beta, and which you can watch it alwaysgames.tv.com. Um, me and Tom sat down and had a little discussion about the closed beta, but overall that was good fun. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, there are any games that you're looking forward to? Um. No, I'm afraid. Like I got told, you were you moving. I'm, I'm yeah, guessing you're a little a, bit more
1: life, life outside has Kind of passed me by at the minute. Yeah.
0: No, no, that's fair enough. That's fair. Focus is. on those bills. Uh, yeah. And getting you into. Yeah. It. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Subtle start- hint there possibly. <laughs> yeah. We need to get you back on the line. <laughs> Talking past you. So uh, starting off our first Offline. Topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it! PlayStation updating your software. Um... So starting off on the first topic of the day uh, is actually the first of two delay announcements, sort of, because yeah, it's not official. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, the Basically, taking a run down through it, the EA Chief Financial Officer, Blake Jorgensen, I think I'd say your name right, um, was in an interview at a business summit and said, <laughs> we've, got a, blah, 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 we've got a great year ahead For the first time, I'm trying to dampen down the Wall Street expectations, which is a good position to be in. We've got our Battlefield first-person shooter coming in third quarter and our third-party title that Respawn built. It's called Titanfall. It's the second title they brought out under that brand. Both those first-person shooters will be targeted around the first... Get my words right. Around both fast-action-driven shooter market as well as a strategy-driven market in the quarter. We have all our sports games. We have Mirror's Edge, a running runner game, coming out in the first quarter. Then we have Mass Effect, which is the sci-fi action game, in our fourth quarter. So a big year ahead, and we're pretty excited. Now, he's giving you a rundown here. Basically, obviously, with him being the chief financial officer, he was talking about what's basically coming out in each quarter. Now, usually... In video games, we talk about the calendar year. So the first quarter would be the first part of the year, which is January, February, March. And second quarter, April, May, June, and so on and so forth. But with him being the financial officer, he will probably be talking the financial quarters, which starts off from your April, first of April, which is your tax beginning of your tax year. And then the end of the tax year is actually the last day in March. So... With him saying this, and saying that because Mass Effect was originally slated to come out in holiday 2016, the Christmas period of 2016, and him saying it's coming out of the fourth quarter, he's possibly meaning that it's actually coming out in 2017, which is usually January, February and March. You still following me? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you so far. Um, And also he mentioned about Mirror's Edge coming out in the first quarter of this year. Now, if it was the first quarter of this year talking calendar year, it would actually already be out now. That's but terrible. actually, it's not coming out until May. So he's talking in terms of financial quarters. Yeah, it's sounding that way. So, basically, going on what he's saying here, that actually, unofficially, he's saying that Mass Effect Andro- Andromeda is actually going to be delayed until
1: 2017. <laughs> yeah, I think you could you could go with that.
0: <laughs> I'm quite, that, Do you think I brought that down all right? Is that that, that understandable? Well, I understood you, did, okay. so... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so Mass Effect, we haven't really heard a huge amount of information on Mass Effect. Was no, it was well, it been
1: fits here and there. Under the radar at the minute. Yeah,
0: I'm still thinking we're going to get a lot of information at E3, which is yeah. usually June time. Yeah. So, and I've, I've got to admit, I think we're probably going to get an official release date announcement around about that period. They'll, they'll probably wait till E3. Yeah, because the uh, initial date obviously was, say, holiday 2016, but that was... Announced in a teaser trailer for from E3 2015, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so they probably just dropped that in as a placeholder. That's just a yeah, but yes. we haven't heard anything since. No, about at least release date. So it doesn't surprise me that we're getting it that they're getting it pushed back maybe till 2017.
1: I would have to say, I, I'd almost go out on a limb and say, Good, mm? yeah, how, how do you mean? Well, they might actually. Um... Finish it properly. <laughs> Ooh. Then. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, you can get the ending right. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Mass Effect 3 was. The ending was crap. See, I never played it.
0: I played one and two numerous times. Never played the third one because I was worried about it.
1: Yeah. I was worried the,
0: about everything I heard. I, yeah. I, I, I got bored. Really?
1: I, it just seemed to be, you know. Oh, here we go again. Mm. We're doing this again.
0: A lot of people worried about that. The, the decisions didn't really make a huge difference didn't in Mass Effect Three.
1: seemed to. Mm. The, the sort of the people I've spoken to about the ending, it was mm. a very much kind of oh, which know, makes you me you the as well
0: with their it, um,
1: it 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 felt almost a bit again slightly controversial, a bit Metal Gear Five ish. Mm-hmm. They had had really good intentions, they were going for it, they kind of lost their way a little and then kind of just stitched an ending together.
0: Mm -hmm. So I never completed uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. No, I haven't. I've completed Chapter 1. No, I haven't even got that far. okay. (laughs) Well, there we go. But that shows a game, well, a franchise that we we like, not completing it. But the one thing that makes me wonder about Mass Effect Andromeda is, are they going to take the same approach? With it, there's this these decisions matter situation because they kind of backed themselves into a corner. Yeah. Are they going to learn from that mistake and go, well, um, it's a bit more linear than that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and not make the decisions and yeah. say, if you just, so-and-so dies and so-and-so do not come here. It, I wonder if they're going to sort of go down the lines of say, yeah, there will be certain decisions along the path, but eventually you're going to end at the same point.
1: Yeah, I'll be disappointed, I'll be honest. mm but disappointed one and two were brilliant there were every decision had an had a consequence mm-hmm. yeah every action had that consequence regardless of what it was or how little you thought of it at the time um but three was missing that it felt like it was there but it you know some of the decisions you were thinking ooh, ooh um ooh. uh anyone got a coin handy i don't know what to mm. pick and it seemed to have no effect.
0: Mm. Oh, well, I it, Which yeah. was I am, in a way, hoping disappointing. that they're going to re-release them as a trilogy on PS4. Yeah. Because I've never played number three, and uh, the controller for... A PC version isn't really compatible with the Xbox 360 version, unless you get an emulated sort of emulator yeah. controller for it, and I, I I'm better with the controller
1: yeah. when it comes yeah. to the sort of games. So it, yeah, I I last played them on PS3 when they did the PS3 mm. pack with one and two.
0: Problem is with me is I, I love the graphics of the PC for Mass Effect. Yeah, so that's why I was a bit like um, I want to play it on it was, the it, that graphical yeah. fidelity.
1: It, it was good. I have to say, they did. They did just turn the graphics up enough on like one and one and two. Mm-hmm. They did just tweak them up a little bit, and it was enough. Mm-hmm. It was enough. Yeah, number one didn't look blocky. It did look looked, looked, looked okay. good. Mm-hmm. It did look good. And there's they probably gave it an extra layer of pol- polish. You know. well, yeah, they would, yeah. yeah. It, it just it'd it, be nice it, did, to see it and... did look good, and it felt it felt good on a control. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like yeah, it's it's just,
0: I'd like to play it on PS Four. Um, or I don't have an Xbox One, but for Xbox One players, because it's it have that polish of the look of the PC version yeah. now with obviously with, with the, the that older game yeah. with the controllers. Yeah, um, and I probably would pick it up because I do want to play the third one. To sort of leading what's happening within the universe because obviously I've heard yeah. a lot of different things and what's happened or what happens, it's like, but I want to experience it for myself so yeah. then I finally it's,
1: get it. It's one thing to be told it and another exactly. thing to do exactly. it.
0: So, so you, you're you quite happy that they're pushing it back then to yeah, get that I'm, I'm, I'm extra not layer of polish on just, Mass Effect Andromeda.
1: Yeah, yeah, finish it, get the story right, don't mm. just you yeah. and cut. Mm which it's is very much what number three
0: felt like that we're not hearing a lot about it though i think it's good because it's good because there's there's not the hype there. exactly and number the, three did it with hype. fallout 4 where literally they announced it e3 and, and it was out, 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 out that november yeah and i think in a way if they go right from e3 which is like june time they do a six month build up to it and then they bang out let's say january Yeah. i think that's fine yeah i, I would be happy with that uh, I'm also not surprised that it's pushed back to 2017 because, again, we've not really heard anything, a huge amount about no. it. We haven't got a huge amount of details. We haven't really seen a lot of gameplay on it. Uh, I think, have we seen some, have we seen any gameplay of it? I don't think yeah. we have, have we? I, I, think, I think there was a sort of a concept picture, is yeah. all I've seen. Um, so there's not a huge amount presently. There's information they keep giving a little bit out of it or what you, what you might be able to do in it. You might be able yeah. to do But until I finally see trailers, I know, right, okay, let's let's start the hype train up. Yeah. And if it's going to come out in the first quarter, I think it's a nice six month build to it, then it's out. Rather yeah. than leaving it a year and a half, then releasing it because at that point your expectations build up and then drop. Yeah, it
1: it turns into you know Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. You know, the expectations for Mass Effect 3 were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. As it was. I mean I I was yeah, I pre ordered it. There's I was, you know, I pre ordered it. Mm-hmm. You know, it months in advance. And he was like, "Yes, I'm, I want this game. I really want this game." And he's like, "It's all right. Mm. Uh, getting bored of it now." <laughs> uh,
0: right. I think it's good to have these short periods of build-ups. Yeah, like just said, keep yeah. your expectations in check. Yeah, and it stops people from getting getting fed up of hearing about it. there is that yeah there is Um, that but just finish off that story obviously EA EA have not officially announced anything on their release date and not confirmed on what uh, the financial officer Blake Jorgensen had actually said and whether or not actually he was talking in financial quarters or the calendar quarters so we're still waiting official confirmation from Electronic Arts about that Next story, <laughs> talking about delays, uh, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End has been delayed again, uh, this time for a two-week period. Uh, the CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment America, Sean Layden, posted on the PlayStation blog, he said... In an effort to meet considerable worldwide demand and to ensure that all gamers worldwide have the opportunity to play the game on day one, we have chosen to postpone the launch of the game by two weeks to allow for extra manufacturing time. We know this news might be disappointing and we are sorry to have to make you wait a little longer to play Naughty Dog's latest. The good news is that the game is phenomenal and we're fully confident that it will be worth the wait and the team at Naughty Dog is eager as ever for you to experience Nathan Drake's final adventure. Just want to point out they said the final adventure, so it's definitely confirmed this is going to be his last one. (laughs) Um, They've delayed it so many times now. Um, I think it was originally meant to come out in 2015 and then it got pushed to March of 2016. Uh, and now it's been delayed till April. Uh, No, sorry, then it got delayed till April, and now it's been delayed till May the 10th. So it will come out soon. (laughs) Yeah, possibly. (laughs) So um, what's your experiences with Uncharted? Uh, Watching you
1: a couple of times, and that's about it. I've not played it myself. I feel
0: like out of our sort of friend group, I'm the one who plays the Uncharted series more. Yeah. Than a lot of the yeah. other. Um, in fact, no, no,
1: sorry, I tell a lie. I played the PSP. See, that's one I've not played. I, I've, <laughs> I've played that one. Bits. Yes. How oh, what's yeah. that like? All right. There's, there's a few gimmicky bits in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's right, things like you know, you'll find a relic and you have to use the touchpad at the back to
0: dust it off. Oh, the reach around, I like. To call yeah.
1: It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you sort of dusty off this you're, artifact very gently with the touch pad at the back and then someone's like,
0: watching you from the side room what are you doing you're like uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I just love my Vita <laughs> Yeah, it, it,
1: it, it's yeah it's that kind of you know, we've got a function we'll use it mm mm-hmm.
0: Not it entirely was one of the necessary. first games to come it out, was, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, it was one of the first four. Yeah, that was the only one I, thought, I was kinda of hoping they'd re release that on PlayStation Four and all. Yeah. Just so like, I get to experience the story.
1: it was good, it was good. I found the combat quite hard. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know why. You know, possibly small screen, your PSP mm-hmm. nose to the screen.
0: I've mean, got to admit they've obviously re-released all the previous games on PlayStation 4 now in the pack and it is well worth getting. Yeah. Um and my favorite one is number 2, but they do look gorgeous. Yeah, really they good are good looking games. Yeah, they are um, good looking games. But some
1: of the sort of panoramic shots the definitely you've shown me mm-hmm. sort of stood on top of the cliff looking out across the jungle, some of those are just absolutely fantastic. amazing. And really shots. good looking
0: games. And like it's just I it, I think with the first first one, I'd say, is very... You can tell it's the first one. It's the first, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like wave after enemy, kill them. There's another wave of enemy, kill them. And then a final wave of enemy, it's kind of like that, whereas the second one and third one help this sort of progression through the game, and it's sort of a bit more dynamic. Yeah, there's still waves of enemies, but it's a bit more dynamic in that aspect that you just don't feel like, okay, that's the last one killed, here's a load more. Yeah. It's just it just does it in a different way and it flows in a better way. Um but no, it'd be interesting to see what happens with this. Obviously, clearly they're saying it's the final adventure, so it's the last one.
1: Unless they do prequels. Unless they do prequels, yeah.
0: Sully's story, that'd be quite cool. Um <laughs> but would that be fit for purpose? <laughs> 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 God damn El Dorado. <laughs> um so you know, got, it's been delayed a lot. I just hope, like you say with the Mass Effect as well, like we said previously about that story, is that I hope they get it right. They've just got to... Yeah. I don't mind them taking a bit of time to add a little it, layer it, of polish and finishing it off.
1: It sounds like from from that, that they've just got more pre-orders than they were expecting.
0: Again, yeah. Actually, you, yes, now you're they're, saying they're, that. They're yeah.
1: physically printing discs and going, oh, we've not got enough discs for the number of pre-orders mm-hmm. here.
0: I haven't pre-ordered it, actually. I haven't pre-ordered it. I think I'm just going to pick it on day one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are right. It does sound like actually, it, it the game sound is probably like going just, to be finished yeah. very much by now. Yeah, it's um, finished.
1: They'll be working on day one patch. Yeah, both it. It does just sound like they're physically printing discs, mm-hmm. in which has there been an issue that obviously they're not well they're not it, disclosing? Or last is year, it just volume?
0: Um, Warner Brothers had the same issue with... Um, You know Dead Island? Yes. The other one. The other one. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Dying light. That's it. Um little... they didn't print enough of the copies and couldn't get them out. Yeah. Uh, and there was a bit of a shortage. I know that for a fact. Um, yeah. so it, yeah, it just they sounds don't like they're trying to avoid yeah, that. They're just trying to make sure that no one's disappointed. Yeah. Um but again, it's one of the situations where I think I think it's quite it's spotlighted more to the fact because it's been delayed so many times. Yeah. yeah. And just, it's getting to a point it's, where it's getting uh, a bit... here we go again. Yeah, it's like we delayed it again and again and again. I just hope that all these delays help this game to be finished Yeah, in a right way. Because if this is the end of the franchise, it's a hell of a game for Sony to wave goodbye to. Yeah. I, you don't think it's the last one, I, do you? I, no. Then again, I do notice that it says in the um, piece that it's uh, Nathan Drake's final yeah. adventure. Yeah. So, Cousin anthony drake is will be taking over
1: <laughs> yeah or you know sidekick yeah. takes over long lost son yes long, know, long, that, be, yeah yeah let, let's do a what is it uh, in, indiana jones in- <laughs> <laughs> let's introduce the sun this time
0: with it oh no, god uh, shila both yeah, yeah that, that was awful yeah. Yeah. Even by Diana Jones. <laughs> that, was awful. that was terrible. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll be hearing more information as we get closer. Yeah, so yes, the release date has been moved to the tenth of May 2016. And actually, depending on when you're watching this show or listen to it on iTunes, the Uncharted 4 multiplayer beta will be available this weekend, which obviously it's the third now, so that'd be uh, tomorrow's the fourth. It'll be starting, I think it's starting the fourth on PlayStation 4, which should be Friday, and they running until the Sunday, which will be the sixth. Uh, But unfortunately for you, Carl, you don't have internet at the moment. (laughs) No, I don't... Anywho. (laughs) Moving swiftly on... Never mind. You can come round here and play it. You'll be fine. Uh, Come round here. Just pull up your sleeping bag. You'll be fine. Just lay on the sofa (laughs) and we'll play PS4. You'll be fine. All right. Fair Hi, guys. It's Roger from the future. Just letting you know that the next topic coming up was about how Sony had possibly leaked the pre-order price for No Man's Sky. Now... After the show had recorded, Sony did officially announce the price of No Man's Sky, which was going to be $60. So, um, we're going to leave this in actually in the show, but just letting you know this news is now technically out of date and old. But I wanted to leave it in mainly because we gave our opinions on our expected price for No Man's Sky, and what we were hoping for it to be, and what we were willing to pay. So, sorry this news is old, but I guess that's how quickly uh, the games industry moves, but I wanted to leave it in anyway. Anyway, guys, back to the original me. Anyway, thanks, guys. So, moving on to our next story. uh, No Man's Sky pre-order. Right. This is kind of a bit of a funny one, because it's now no longer... This information is no longer available. But... Uh, Pre-orders for the Halo Games ambitious space game No Man's Sky will open on the 3rd of March, which is today, apparently, according to the listing on PlayStation blog. Um, The information has actually been removed from the page, but it did originally say that the pre-order price will be $60 for No Man's Sky. As I said, the actual post has now been taken down, but luckily GameZone did a caption... uh, captured the image so i'll be banging that up on screen hopefully about now hopefully it's up on screen um but obviously one thing that i just want to point out actually on the listing it says no man's sky three out of three sixty dollars which does point to the fact that the whole thing could just be a typo um and totally got it wrong and it shouldn't have been up there in the first place but throwing this question out to you carl one, how much were you were you expecting to pay for No Man's Sky? And two, sixty dollars, which is equivalent to forty pounds over in here in the UK, which is around about a price of a AAA game, usually forty forty five pound. How much, you know? What's your question? You know, sorry, what would your answers be to that? What would you be willing to pay? And what were you expecting to pay? Well,
1: I've not heard much about No Man's Sky at all. Mm. Um, my understanding is it's more an, an indie. It's a it's a, you know. Throwing the pebble in the pond and seeing what happens yeah. type,
0: yeah. Admittedly, that was initially how it was sort of marketed. Right, uh, No Man's Sky. Originally, it was classed as an indie game. However, yeah. since them teaming up with Sony, it seems to have got a lot more of a push. It's been delayed a lot more, and it seems to be more and more that it's been building and being pitched as more of a AAA game, but not officially announced as a AAA game.
1: Right. So yeah, you like said the price. It's about right for a triple-A. am mm-hmm. not sure if it's got a tri- if it's a status. a good
0: I think it's how it's been initially marketed. Yeah, it's come across as a. I would. I still say it was an indie game because it's very much an indie company. Yeah, it, it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. And an un- I think it's that of. stigma. And it, I, I'm not saying that being indie, it's worthless at all. I'm not saying that at all. No, but no. Traditionally, but traditionally, indie games are a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um. I try not to dig myself a hole here because, like, I don't want to piss off any indie devs. But I mean, it's like it's that's tradition. It's just tradition. It's just how yeah. it, it goes. It's how the market is. It's usually you find yeah, that indie you, games you, come out at like fifteen first, to
1: twenty pound. Yeah, your first title's a twenty pounder. Yeah, test the market. If, mm-hmm. if it really goes for it, then yeah, you, maybe twenty five. You, you gain your AAA. Mm-hmm. To launch triple AAA, that's
0: well, this is not the first game. Admittedly, they did have previous games before. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it now. It says guy on a mobile Um, anyway but it's not the first release of a video game but what my concern is because how it's been initially marketed yeah and I heard good stuff of what's been shown and I still don't really know what the game element is but is it worth a full triple a price oh it probably is the size of it it's it's massive Yeah. The problem is, I, I'm going to still get it. If it comes out at a AAA price and it's £45, £50, pound, I'll probably still buy it. I will probably still buy it. My concern is, what is the everyday buyer, or the person who's got maybe the ear in the market a little bit of what's been announced, are they going to look at it as a full-price game? Yeah, or is it going to
1: be one of the ones as, that...
0: Is the internet going to jump down their throats of them?
1: Yeah, or is it going to be one of the ones that... Yeah comes out of the full price, and then two weeks later you pick it up on Amazon for twenty.
0: Exactly. I, I doubt knows? it. I doubt yeah. that would probably happen. And I think it's mainly, I mainly for someone like myself is I've always got my head in the video game sort of universe. So I've got my head in there universe. Yeah, no one's gonna get it. And I know it's getting late, <laughs> but um, so I'm always got this going on. You know, I'm always hearing the information. I guess maybe for Joe blogs down the road uh, who not really paying attention to the video game market just says about no man's sky wow it's really big it's really massive it's huge it's but you know exploration sci-fi game you know it's beautiful a lot to do he probably will think maybe oh well it's, it, yeah it's worth it's yeah. the game this is the price done yeah maybe i'm overthinking it in that aspect but i'm just knowing how vicious the internet is is it going to create a bit of bad press
1: uh, who who knows, we can hope not we hope we not, can hope not because... it
0: does look like a really interesting game uh, Luke who was on the last show he did say that it was his an anticipated game for 2016 right. and yeah it, it is very intriguing it just, I just hope it's not going to hurt them by going at this sort of price and I, do, I doubt it probably will but I'm just concerned with the initial marketing aspect of it, it was pitched as a more indie style yeah. of game and I'm concerned now that with them going into more AAA, you're changing your marketing strategy a little bit, and are people going to accept that? Yeah, we'll just have to go see. I think it's going to be a wait and see yeah. situation. On that I mean, one. They, they may just they may
1: launch some awesome trailers for it, and suddenly everyone goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah. that that could be awesome." Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's it's. I think it's going to be a wait and see with that one. I'm afraid.
0: I think oh, the other thing is uh, it's coming out. Uh, blah, 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 if I remember correctly, I'm trying to remember notes now. It's coming out June, if I remember correctly. Right, so we should be seeing something. fairly fairly soon, around about the E3 period. Um, So, I have a prediction as well. It's going to be PlayStation VR compatible. And speaking of PlayStation VR... oh, That is about the worst link going. (laughs) That is awful, get out. (laughs) I'm not very good at segues. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, talking of PlayStation VR... Um, so this is not really a news story. This was something that I wanted to throw up actually for yourself, actually, and have a little discussion about this. Um, so I think it was a, about a month or so ago, maybe a couple of months ago, we found out about the Oculus Rift pre-orders and how much it's going to cost. Now, over here in the UK, um, including ta- uh, port, port tax and everything like that and everything, it's around about five hundred pound to pre-order an Oculus Rift, and that will work on a high-end gaming PC. So you'll need something around about, again, prices over here, about a £1,000 worth of PC, and then have to pay £500 for a PlayStation VR, uh, for, sorry, an Oculus Rift. That's a pre-order, okay? Uh, also, a the a HTC Vive VR headset uh, just announced their pre-orders as well, and, of course, the HTC Vive VR is been developed in partnership with Valve. Um, their pre-orders are going for around about £689 and that's if you pre-order through the Steam store but admittedly with that you get a couple of controllers and a couple of other little things with it as well Um, so you're looking around about £700 mark for that VR headset as well but Sony are going to be hosting a Playstation VR event on the 15th of March 2016 in San Francisco, California this month coming up soon so we're probably going to find out loads of information on playstation vr well i hope so because it's the event for it yeah if you so, don't know
1: something after that let's
0: talk about uncharted um but no so hopefully we'll find out loads of information about it there and possibly a pre-order price now <laughs> I'm, t- I'm worried about throwing you questions because i know you well, i'm gonna get back from you um so first question if you had to predict a PlayStation VR price we're going off the prices of Oculus Rift and HTC Vive, what would you say it's probably going to be its pre-order price?
1: They're probably going to try and undercut Mm -hmm. the likes of Oculus Rift. I mean, Oculus Rift is the one that had all the press to start with. Mm -hmm. PlayStation have picked it up. They're probably going to try and undercut them. So I... I'd reckon somewhere about the 400, possibly up to the 500, mm-hmm. just come in just underneath Oculus Rift.
0: I was thinking exactly the same. I think they're going to have to come in... Probably on f- 399 them. something yeah. like that, that yeah. would be my, my guess. I was thinking about £350 to 399 myself. myself. Yeah. Uh, like you said, they're going to have to undercut them because the motto of PlayStation is for the gamers. Yeah. Now, if gamers can't afford it, it's not really for the gamers. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're sort of thinking about the similar sort of aspect there. £350 to £400. Yeah. They've got it un- under
1: they, Oculus. Co- yeah, they've got to come on under Oculus Rift on mm-hmm. price. They've got to.
0: Plus, I'd like, I, again, not stereotyping people with different sort of machines, but a PC gamer is usually a little bit more the hardcore gamer.
1: They're
0: ha- it's not stereotyping a bit too much, but it's uh, kind of, yeah, they're it, willing if, to pay if, a bit if, more. If, the, if, the the if, they've got,
1: if they've got a high-end gaming rig, yeah, they've thrown some money at it. The, uh, they're not yeah, it's another piece of kit. They're going to throw some more money at it.
0: <laughs> Whereas the, I'd say the console gamer is more casual. They will be willing to pay, in certain circumstances now, pay more for a piece of hardware for their console, which would be more than what the console they would pay for now. Well, obviously, when I bought the PlayStation 4, it was around at 350 to £400, Yeah, I think, if I remember correctly. Now you can pick it up for 300 yeah. Now, if the Oculus, uh, sorry, the PlayStation VR is three hundred and fifty pound, that's fifty pound more than the actual console. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think I think it'd be interesting to see what yeah. level they go for. But like you say, I think they're going to have to undercut Oculus. So your prediction is that. But the more interesting question: What would you be willing to pay for the device? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd want change from fifty.
0: Wow. Yeah. So you, you, you and you're not interested in PlayStation VR? Uh, No, I'm. I'm afraid. Why? What? What what doesn't pull you into the VR aspect of gaming? It's a gimmick.
1: Ooh! <laughs> You're
0: not pulling any punches, are you?
1: Um, it, it's a gimmick. It's up there with the PlayStation Eye and the Xbox Move and dance mats. <laughs> it's, it's a gimmick, and I don't think it's going to do gamers any good.
0: Right? Okay.
1: Yes. We're already sort of um, stereotyped as cave dwelling people with bad eyesight. We don't
0: have got get bad eyesight. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you Me, you've but, got yeah. terrible eyesight. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> I can see all three of you. <laughs> we need to set up the whiskey before the
1: show. We're stereotyped as people who sit on our own with a TV in our own worlds. Mm-hmm. You put a VR headset on, you really are a Euro world. That's true. And it's as antisocial as you can get. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't think it's going to do gaming any good as, as an image. Mm-hmm. there's you know you're you're sat there in your living room on your sofa with your vr headset on completely ignoring the world around you
0: that sounds by <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, on some ways yes it's appealing you know, that's to the fair gaming that's nature fair
1: but i i i just don't, i don't i don't see it. i can I, see
0: where you're coming from though like with previous sort of other devices they've tried to throw at it like you say with the there was a the playstation move the uh xbox um Connect. Connect. That's um, cool. I think the only sort of console that managed to get away with it was uh, Nintendo Wii. Then they tried to move it over with Nintendo Wii U and it's just not worked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, new devices and new elements of gaming haven't really kicked off. Um, what, what my interest is that I think it comes down to the games. If there's developers behind it making games which are interesting and fun, which works well with the Oculus uh, Oculus and PlayStation VR and the uh, HTC Vive, as long as they have the games to play, then I think it's worth it. And I think it's an interesting enough experience that I think it's not going to revolutionise gaming, but it'll be something new and a new element for gaming. Um, I can see you thinking, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's... Yeah. it's I think it's interesting enough that it's like... It's an
1: interesting concept. I like The idea; is good. Mm-hmm. There's the, uh, I want to look around.
0: Mm-hmm. A game, a I game that see. I would like to play, if I got a PlayStation VR, and I'd like it to be compatible with, I don't know if it would be or not, but if it is, would be Alien Isolation, for example.
1: Because yeah. a game like that, very... Very immer- atmospheric.
0: Yeah. And it's a single-player game anyway. Yeah. And it's very sort of isolated and very sort of... There's no breaking the immersion
1: if you've got VR. Itself. Exactly. And
0: you were saying, like, with the internet and everything yeah. like that, and it's like you break your immersion. But with a game such as that, we it's very. It's very pull, it has to pull you in. Yeah. It would work for a game like that. And even in some ways, uh, Minecraft. So I'd like it in Minecraft.
1: That'll make your eyes bleed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it would be. sort of like, oh my God.
1: Um, You'll be seeing life in pixels. Yeah. Individual but, pixels. But if it, if it
0: just again, another element of looking at it would be. Interesting enough, um,
1: it's an interesting concept. It's you know, it's it's a clever gimmick.
0: It'll, yeah, okay, I can see where you're coming from. Uh, my opinion is the opposite. I think hopefully, Touchwood, um, I touched the table by the way, just in case you can't see on camera. Um, ho- I, I do hope that it's that it does find its own niche, and its own element of the gaming. Yeah, think, I, because
1: I, I can I, see it at things like the competition level mm-hmm. that that could be quite that could be quite good at the you know that level. Mm-hmm. There's, but uh, you
0: know, I hope they just don't release games there's, such there's, as. Um, there's going
1: to be a handful of games.
0: Yeah. I just hope they're going to be like the roller coaster game. So there's going to be roller coasters There's, there's going to
1: there, there, be a, there's going to be fly the flying possibly, mm-hmm. maybe a shooter. I think it's going
0: to be good for horror games. Horror games, yeah. last. Another one would be a really, really good game. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Roger will be proving his (laughs) (laughs) sense. With with a
1: free jump start kit for your your heart start kit.
0: Why are you crying, Roger? (laughs) Make it go away. (laughs) (laughs) But again, games like that, it would add that extra layer of entertainment. Yeah, it would. Would it be worth £350 to £400, though? Nah, no. All depends on the game. <laughs> no. Alien Isolation, though, would be really good. That would be really good.
1: But £400 to have the TV strapped to your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Give me some duct tape. I can do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> duct tape's what, a fiver? <laughs> Yeah, Well,
0: yeah, good fiver. <laughs> yeah, you'd be well up on money on that one. Um, yes, so... It's, yeah you you basically uh, price range prediction be interested to see how that pans out you, you were not interested in picking it up in the slightest no I'm, i no. if it's, if it's around about the 350 i'd be humming about it i'd be like oh, still a bit expensive if start, booking
1: you into the cycle
0: <laughs> if we're pushing the 300 pound mark i would be interested in picking it up and i mean on day 1 if it was released at 300 pounds but mainly I, because I, I class myself as a bit of an early adopter when it comes to it. Mm. And I can't afford £500 for an Oculus Rift. My PC can't run it. No. It's not, it's not powerful enough. Um The HTC Vive, I cannot afford £689. Just like that. You know what I mean? like I don't earn enough money to do that. But £300 for an experience it's like... An,
1: it's an entry level. Yeah, it's it, an entry it'd level. be
0: nice. And also... I've, there's other games which had again we haven't seen the full thing of what they're wanting to implement this into present games. It wouldn't surprise me if certain games like the third a third person game, uh, such as Watch Dogs or the new game Horizon New Dawn, New Dawn Horizon New Dawn, um, that they increase the actual range of the screen, so you ha- still have your resolution the same and your characters there. But what if you can see a much it's larger more. screen? Yeah. Now that would be nice. That'd be quite an interesting aspect for them to go down the lines of. Yeah. Um, just things like that. It's like that element of it, and also all being full 3D. Mm. That it's quite again a nice element to it. So, I'm I'm I'd be more willing to I'd be more willing to get it if it was about three hundred pound. Yeah. Three hundred fifty. It's only fifty pound more, but it's still it's pushing me at that point. I'm like yeah. it's more than the actual what ps Four costs now. So yeah, no accessory should cost more than the console. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's my concern. Yeah, the problem is we could be entirely wrong, and they could bang it out at Oculus Rift price, five hundred pound. Yeah, if they do that, I think Sony are in trouble.
1: Yeah, at that at that kind of price, they're sort of, that 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 sort of price is its own prediction. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be popular enough to bring it down.
0: No, no I don't There's, think.
1: You know, it's, yeah, it's it's not costing them five hundred pounds to make.
0: Well, that's what I, do. I don't. Well, it'd be interesting to see what actually their. Well, the thing is, gotta. It, no, it's not actually to create it, but it's the development time. Yeah. Costs which yeah. will. The bump development up. costs are a massive. For exactly, it. and it's trying but to earn that back.
1: Yeah, which will be the uh, problem. Five hundred pounds. They're trying to earn it back quickly.
0: Yeah. There's, I think not I think going Sony, Sony are going to have to take sold. maybe a bit of a cut. Yeah. On this, a bit of a, uh, not maybe lose money on it, but. Taking, like you say, not earn back their development costs as quickly as they maybe yeah. hope. So maybe, yeah, if three hundred pound, I would be interested. Three hundred fifty, I'd be, I'd be waiting. But okay, final um, thoughts. When do you think it's gonna be released?
1: Um, well, the fact that they're showcasing it mm-hmm. you know, is later this month. Promising? It's promising. Yeah, they're you know they've got enough units physically there mm-hmm. to showcase them. Mm-hmm. That's telling you somewhere. Well, the where rumors
0: through for... um, PlayStation is that it's ready. Yeah, That it is actually ready. They're just waiting now for the games. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a smart move. Like, if you've got Def- it ready, just definitely. wait. You, uh, your rivalries have you, you, you gone up high. Yeah. You so you, you need a, do- a
1: dozen games to launch
0: with Exactly. You, need, you need to be coming you, out you with don't a launch good with package three games. and throwing them out. Um, my prediction is you see, I'm still, again, like I said, with. The No Man's Sky I think PlayStation VR is going to be No Man's Sky compatible that's why I think No Man's Sky has had such a delay yeah, that is that is possible yeah and it wouldn't surprise me if you could once they release it they'll do a bundle PlayStation VR with, with... No, Man, no Man's Sky yeah yeah I could see that I could see that so I'm thinking June of this year i, I
1: possibly April I... Yeah, I, I think that's possibly a bit early. I, I, I would say possible, Chris. You know, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas will launch. Okay. This, yeah, uh, you know, launch end of November. Well,
0: we will find out. We will on the fifteenth of March. So yeah, Hopefully. so that's happening <laughs> on San Francisco, California. Uh, in in San Francisco, California, I have not really found any details about a live stream for it, but I'm presuming with it being Sony PlayStation, there will be a, a live stream for the conference. You would expect it. What? Yeah. Yeah. You Hopefully, expect at least. It. Anyway, so. That pretty much wraps up all our topics. Done. Done for another. What time are we on? 10 past 10. That's not too bad. Uh, Recording for about an hour and took me about 20 minutes to do the intro. Uh, (laughs) Shut up. So, what have you got planned for this next couple of weeks? Finishing The Witcher.
1: Mm -hmm. Finishing The Witcher. Um, That is the main one. That is the main one. After that. See where we go. Might go back to Fallout. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Then so it, it, it's looking through the PlayStation collection and realising what is actually offline playable.
0: <laughs> if you get a chance, actually, uh, the PlayStation Plus games have now just been released, and one of them is Broforce, uh, which was actually on the PlayStation uh, Plus voting, which won. Uh, fantastic game. I think you should be able to access it through your phone, add it to your library, if you can. Uh, don't miss out on that. Yeah, um, mainly because it is a very, very good game. I can't think of what the other two were now, but that is a, certainly a game worth picking up. It's been on PC for quite a while now, but uh, that's come to PlayStation 4. Absolutely great fun. A great fun game. Uh, yeah. Plus, it's local co-op as well. No, that's always good. Um, that's so always even good. if you want to bring up your PlayStation up here one day and download it, <laughs> yeah. and then bring, take it back, right, and we'll have a bit of a session at yours.
1: Turn it a sleepy bag of PlayStation. <laughs> I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's worth... Grabbing if you get a chance, Um, but yeah, if you want to borrow any games, you have not got an internet at the moment, so if you want to borrow any single player games, you know to come. Um, For myself, uh, Division arrives next Tuesday. Uh, Like I said, I've got the season pass with it as well. Yeah, that that
1: could be interesting. I've I've not seen anything about it really. I've Mm -hmm. I've been in the dark ages as far as that's concerned. Again, come round. We'll we'll have a little bash on that. Um, Sounding, I mean, obviously you and Tom had had the go on the beta. mm -hmm. Sounded good. From what I've heard. It's good
0: fun. It's really good. I like the um best way well, I was trying to describe it with, uh, when we're having a little chat with it with a few other people, was it's MMO light. So yeah. it's like it, it it has MMO elements, but, but it's very a light. Grind on them. Of them. Yeah, it's very it's 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 not as hardcore. Yeah. So it's very light on the MMO elements, but they are there. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. It's very much destiny aspect to it. Yeah. Um hopefully so, with
1: a slightly longer lifespan <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah well it's still going destiny it? it's still going it's still going but the yeah. story just didn't pull me in at all uh whereas this story is intriguing enough where i might go well actually i just want to do another quest yeah i want to do another element and what i like about it is just it's you're in your own instance for most of it yeah and then you go into the dark zone which is the multiplayer aspect and that's where it turns in it reminds me very much of the day z style right yeah. where It's like it can be every man for himself, sort of thing, and you can get gear off each other and stuff. But you choose not to go into that zone if you don't wish to,
1: right? uh, Which is quite good, yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, that'll be something I'll be certainly ploughing some hours into, um, probably uh, the weekend after it's been released. Uh, Other than that, I haven't really sort of seen a huge amount which is coming out. No, Uh, there's probably a list as long as my arm, but I can't really sort of, yeah,
1: there's nothing leaping out and grabbing. No, No, no. I think,
0: I think it's division and then it's going to be uncharted, I think, yeah, um. But no, it'll be interesting to see what this conference happens with PlayStation uh, VR on the fifteenth. Other than that, I think it's just a bit, i'm what I am going to do is actually focus a lot more on the website of Always Games TV and get some more content videos out. Uh, still, we're still coming up with a bit of a strategy plan of how we're doing it. Me and Tom keep having a little sit down and talk of our ideas, what we want to do. Content has been quite lax over the last six months, but we want to start picking it back up. Do more Always Games TV shows on a regular basis. Uh, hopefully, build on. We start getting some guests on the show. It'd be really, really nice. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Uh, because we usually, I admit that we're doing this locally, talking to each other. But yeah. we quite often do it over the internet anyway. With yeah, Skype, yeah. we get Mark on, Luke, Tom. But um, it'd be nice to, in time, get to a point where we can possibly get some indie devs on.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: again, doing it over Skype, it means they don't have to go very far. Yeah. Um, we get have a little chat with them and sort of see what they're what they're up to. Let them talk about the game and see what their opinions are on some of the game news which is actually not related to their game yeah, and seeing what they're playing while they're not working on their games would be really good not Um, a lot but most no when we went to EGX and we asked that question they were like well Uh, when I get a chance (laughs)
1: yeah Uh, (laughs) Um, I haven't touched a game in ages other than my own
0: Uh, right (laughs) yeah but it'd be interesting to see what they get to say and what their opinions are on certain things Uh, especially with them being within game development and sort of seeing the problems and sort of issues and and being within a smaller company of their own, and then obviously looking at bigger companies, you, they'll be able to sort of see the elements where maybe where they may go. They'd yeah. be a bit more honest about it. Um, but no, that'd be interesting to see where the Always Games TV show goes. And hopefully, everybody at home, if you're enjoying this, please, like I say, give us a like and everything like that. Or if you've got any suggestions for the show, give us, just leave a comment down below uh, in the YouTube comments because we're still very early stages of what we're planning and we can only fit this in in what our own spare time. So. We but we are trying to get there. We're trying to build it up slowly, as best we can. Uh, it's just a kind of a trial and error situation, and we're just throwing ideas against the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Um, I do like doing the betas, like we did with the me and Tom did division, and we play it, and then just we literally have an evening and sit down just talking about it. I like that. Yeah. And I think the content flows really, really well. Um, I love doing these shows, like I said, the old games TV shows. I would like to bring back the indie games forever, where we do a little review show on indie games um but the problem is with it is i'm doing reviews as well generally video games would be good Problem is with it we've only got a certain amount of time that we have so to i just don't want to overdo it no. because if i overdo it i'll end up getting burned out and i'll just stop doing it yeah. and that's pointless at that point so the always games tv show is certainly the main element that i want to keep it being consistent um i'm aiming to try and start doing every two weeks all being well um, but, again, it, I think it's going to be a case of just building them up slowly to a point when we get to that. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to – we'll get there. I can hear my cat in the background now jumping around. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. Um, but other than that, thank you very much, Cal, for joining me. Um I, So on Twitter, you are Skimata. Yep. Um, yeah. Are you on Twitter often?
1: You, I check it often. I don't post mm. very often. No. Um, no yeah. Fine.
0: It's fine. Uh, I'm trying to get a little bit more active on it now. Um, jumping on it now, they've added gifts. They've added an easy way to drop in gifts into Twitter, which is great fun because you can find any thoughts. Like I did one for when I was prepping for the Always Games TV show. I saw is on the computer just doing this. Yeah, saw yeah. that one. Yeah. I was like, it's just so much easier to dropping gifts now. So uh, I do apologise if we just start spamming gifts all the time. Um, but you can check me out on Twitter, which is at the Geek um, don't forget to keep checking out our website which is www.alwaysgamesTV.com if you've enjoyed this video please give us a like on the video, everything that you do in that aspect really really does help and helps push us out to more and more people and if you want to see more of our videos and when we do put them up don't forget to subscribe as well because again that does help if you just keep coming back and seeing our videos and, and again any opinions, good or bad just please leave them down below because we take we read every comment that you leave So and we'll take on board anything you say as well and hopefully in time we can evolve content to fit what you guys enjoy uh don't forget to follow us on facebook which is forward slash always games tv and if you're listening on itunes the audio version of this podcast video cast (laughs) of the always games tv show if you could leave us a review that again helps anything you do let your friends know about us anything at all (laughs) good or bad um and hopefully we will see you back in a few weeks time fingers crossed fingers crossed guys we'll see you next time thank you very much